in-depth investigative. This is KXAN News Today. And day two of the Texas Senate impeachment trial of suspended state attorney general Ken Paxton continues today. Good morning, I'm Sally Hernandez. And I'm Tom Miller. Paxton accused of corruption, misuse of public funds, and other charges, 16 total. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick presiding over the trial, ruling Paxton cannot be compelled to testify during day one. Paxton was at the Capitol in the morning, but gone by the afternoon, missing opening statements and the first key witness. In opening statements, the Republican who led impeachment in the House laid out the lower chamber's case. Paxson's attorneys punching back, attacking the process and what they call false narratives about Paxton. Why did it happen when it did? What was the rush? We've heard in the media about burner phones, secret email addresses, Uber rides, stolen pins, pilfered sport coats. Those are manufactured lies. The House uncovered egregious misconduct and abuse of office by the Attorney General of the State of Texas. He should be removed from office and prevented from ever holding a position of trust in the State of Texas. Senator Angela Paxton hugging her husband. She is unable to vote in the impeachment trial. KXAN is, will, is and will be live streaming the trial in its entirety, start to finish, on our website. You can find that on our homepage at KXAN.com. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Well, you made it to the halfway point of the week this morning. We're seeing a little bit of cloud cover and a few sprinkles left over boundary here, bringing us some isolated sprinkles up in San Saba, Mason, Atlanta County. Nothing that we can get too excited about. Unfortunately, those will fade as we get closer to sunrise, not expecting any meaningful rain today. Taking it down to the south, this is our rock and dirt yard camera there in Butel. All is quiet this morning. Temperatures just as warm as where we were yesterday. The difference maybe a degree, but it's still very warm with most of Central Texas waking up to those low 80s at this moment. Uh, the few exceptions we've got to the east at about 78, 79. So pretty close to these numbers are matched with some very humid conditions again. So that same kind of stuffiness you walked out the door to yesterday is what you can expect today. There's been very little change in these dew points, specifically for those in the Austin Metro eastward, maybe a touch drop in the hill country, but in general, humidity is still a factor in your afternoon forecast, which means that 104 we've got on the uh, forecast high scale likely to be feeling a little bit more like 106, 107. That's where our heat index was yesterday. Plenty of sunshine to help get us there. Those morning clouds are going to clear pretty quickly. As far as your air quality goes, this is moderate for ozone today, but we do not have anything in the way of an air quality alert in effect. We do have a heat advisory that probably didn't surprise you uh, for me to tell you that because really the heat advisories and maybe even some excessive heat warnings, those are becoming much more likely later this week as those temperatures climb. What's also climbing? Rain chances. And thank goodness, too, we've got some better looking rain coverage as we get into the weekend and really next week. Details on that change in your extended forecast coming up. Thank you, Kristen. A suspect is in critical condition this morning after an officer opened fire in Buda, the first shooting of its kind there. Yeah, a 46-year-old man was shot multiple times after police say he pointed a gun at an officer during a traffic stop yesterday morning. KXN Sarah Alsha explains what led up to the shooting. Attempted capital murder, two charges, 
of aggravated assault on a peace officer with a deadly weapon. Those are just some of the charges 46-year-old Lee Allen Ellsbury of Marble Falls faces tonight. Ellsbury has an extensive criminal history with a current felony warrant for his arrest out of Austin. He is the suspect in an officer-involved shooting in Buda. Buda Police Chief Bo Kidd says it started during a traffic stop on the frontage road of I-35 near Main Street Tuesday morning. Suspicious circumstances that uh, caused the officer to run the registration and it came back also with being uninsured. Chief Kidd says the officer told Ellsbury to stay in the car, but he didn't and got out with a gun. The officer did fire one round at, at the suspect. According to law enforcement, the officer called for backup and ran after Ellsbury. That's when the Hayes County Sheriff's Office got involved, helping find him. Hayes County Sheriff's deputies engaged the suspect, at which time they discharged their firearms at the suspect. The suspect was struck multiple times and fell to the ground. They say Ellsbury is in critical condition at a local hospital. According to Kidd, this is the first officer-involved shooting in the police department's 13-year history, leaving people here, like Luis Fernandez, rattled. It's insane that usually stuff doesn't happen around here. Fernandez says it serves as a reminder that this could happen in any community. Anywhere can be a dangerous place, even in the places you think is the most safest. Sarah Alshah, KXAN News. And Sarah tells us that the Texas Rangers, Beta Police, and the Hayes County Sheriff's Office are all investigating this incident. The deputies involved have been reassigned to administrative duties pending the outcome of the investigation. That is standard procedure. The Buda police officers have been placed on paid administrative leave. Waiting to get a driver's license or renewing it is going to take longer. Texas Department of Public Safety canceling all in-person and online appointments between 7.30 this morning and noon. This also applies to people applying for an ID card or requesting a driver's record. The agency working to fix a system outage sparked after a weekend system update. It's the second outage that DPS has dealt with in recent weeks. Late last month, the agency fixed an outage that disrupted vehicle inspections. More people can start donating blood. Starting today, Central Texas's largest blood provider will implement the Food and Drug Administration's new guidance, and that expands LGBTQ plus eligibility. We Are Blood is the sole provider of blood to more than 50 hospitals and medical facilities right here in Central Texas. And it's gonna remove eligibility criteria based on the gender of donors and their sexual partners, and then replace that with individualized questions which assess risk behavior of all donors, regardless of gender. This updated guidance was issued by the FDA following its year-long study, years long. Going in depth here, during our record high temperatures, We Are Blood is actually seeing a critical shortage of donations, specifically type O negative blood donations, which is um, compatible with all blood types. So even if you don't know your blood type, you can find that out a few days after your donation. To donate, schedule an appointment at any of the We Are Blood's four donor centers, or you can check online for its next mobile drive. A local school bus ended up inside a home. A look at the damage left behind. And a new state law aimed to improve doctor discipline transparency. KXAN investigating why Texas will have to wait a couple more years before people here know whether their doctor has a troubled past. Good morning, a live look from Buda, our rock and dirt yard camera as we kick off this Wednesday morning on KXAN News today. Happy to have you around. 
Texas Department of Public Safety, it is still investigating this morning after a car crash into a house in Northeast Austin happened near Dessau Road near Meadowmere Drive. This is just after eight last night. Yeah, Austin police say officers were pursuing a suspect at one point, but they did not offer any other details about it. Another crash, this one in Hutto, and look at this. Hutto ISD school bus crashing into a home yesterday afternoon. You can see that driver going through the backyard of a home and then it kept going crashing into the next home. Hutto ISD tells us that students were on board at the time of the crash, but police say none of the students were injured. Officers also told us the driver went to the hospital. The nose of the bus crashed through the wall of the home. Looks like it's minor damage. Uh, guess you can tell by the look of that but there is some damage but when you look even closer the damage from the inside you see some of the outdoor brick made its way inside along with some of the wall there's no word yet what caused the crash united airlines back up and flying this morning why many face delays and cancellations pothole growing in a liberty hill neighborhood the action city leaders took after we started checking it out both starting quarterbacks in this Texas-Alabama game committed to Texas. Only one, of course, ended up here, but not before he decommitted. More on that coming up. Good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Giving you a live look at our camera over in Buda at the Rock and Dirt Yard. We're talking to Kristen about your forecast in just the next few minutes. But first, if you're traveling, you should know Airlines, United Airlines, says flight operations are back to normal this morning after a ground stop for its fleet uh, for an hour yesterday. It was during a software upgrade. The airline says no airplanes in flight were affected and that cybersecurity was not a factor. So Barbie's record-breaking success at the box office this summer has sparked a renewed interest in dolls. Coming up this morning on Today, Vicki Wynn introduces us to a mom who is on a mission to make playtime more inclusive and give kids more representation in your local toy aisle. Good morning, Vicki. Hey guys, good morning. Doll Dilemma. When mom Eleanor Matt couldn't find a doll that looked like her daughter, she set out to create one and here she is. Coming up, we're going to have more on how consumers are changing playtime and how something as simple as a doll can make such a big difference for an entire generation of kids. That's all I had this morning on Today. Very cool. When I was growing up, it was the Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh, yeah. And um, American Doll is really big for some yeah. kids this year. There are a lot of American dolls in my house. I had an older sister, and yeah. so I'm, I, you're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know what you're talking for about. For sure. And, and it seems like they're kind of getting a little cheaper, too. Oh, which that's is good. Because nice, those American yeah. dolls, they can, they yeah, like they're collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Those are expensive. <laughs> Let me show you what's going on with your forecast today. We're starting with just a couple weakening showers up in San Saba County. This is nothing to get it. Uh, too excited about unfortunately just one or two raindrops falling uh, out towards 190 and that's it most of us dry temperature wise we're currently sitting at 80 degrees you'll notice that humidity is high it's bringing our feels like temperature up to 85 south winds relatively light those south southeast winds will be back this afternoon and evening getting a little gusty at times sustained speeds likely to stay between about 10 to 15 miles per hour pool day forecast high of 104 feels like temperature even hotter. Unfortunately, it's just going to be another day 
of miserable heat and humidity. Here's a look at those feels like temperatures we expect by four o'clock today. Most of us between about 103 to 107, but there are likely going to be some spots out in our eastern counties that see feels like temperatures closer to 110, maybe even 112. We have a heat advisory in place for most of the Austin metro and eastern counties beginning at noontime. Uh, sky conditions are going to look similar to what we had yesterday. I'm not expecting anything in the way of major rain. I think we'll get close to seeing a few spot showers again later today. Uh, close to San Sabo only. But I don't think those showers are going to have enough to make it through. So we'll go dry skies today. But we actually have some better news on the rain chance front getting into next week. So we just have to wait a few more days. High humidity with us all the way through the end of the week. Moderate some as we transition into the weekend. But we're starting to see subtle changes that maybe we get in a much needed and much welcome pattern change. Let me fast forward to Saturday. By the end of the day, Saturday, it's likely we'll be tracking at least some spotty rain here in central Texas. Same kind of thing on Sunday with the stalled front around. Then as we get into Monday, Tuesday, really we expect a stronger cold front to be dipping down from the north. Now it's going to bring some cooler temperatures, but it's also going to bring some better rain chances. It's about six to seven days out. Lot could change. We'll uh, stay up to date on that and, and bring you those latest updates as soon as we have them. But I'm starting to be more convinced that Maybe finally we get a little break from this oppressive heat and humidity. By that, I'm talking about record heat today, record heat tomorrow, same thing Friday. So do it again on Saturday. I mean, every star you see here in those high temperatures indicates days that we're likely going to break records. That's five out of the next seven days. We will rewrite that afternoon record. But some rain chances sneak back in Saturday, Sunday at 20%. We'll go 30% chance of some scattered rain and thunderstorms Monday, Tuesday. You could see temperatures finally dropping out of the triple digits. It looks like with mid 90s expected by the middle of next week. The Texas Medical Board's goal is to quote protect and enhance the public's health, safety and welfare. But we've discovered in case after case, the board has instead prioritized protecting physicians over patients. Five months after KXAN took the findings of our investigation into the Texas Medical Board straight to lawmakers, a major new law is now in effect. That new law aimed at protecting patients and saving lives is a direct result of our Still Practicing series, which began more than a year and a half ago. Our team found dozens of doctors treating patients despite having their medical license revoked or suspended in other states with no record to the Texas Medical Board website. Investigator Matt Grant found even though this new law is now in effect, patients wanting to research their doctors ahead of time still have to wait another two years for better transparency. From the best burgers to the tastiest tacos, we search online for everything. But when it comes to looking up your doctor, we have to get the secrecy out of healthcare. Transparency is not on the menu. The sad fact about it is in Texas and elsewhere, you can find out more about the safety history of a vehicle or a washing machine than you can a doctor. Medical malpractice attorney Kay Van Way represented victims of the Dallas spinal surgeon dubbed Dr. Death. While she calls the new law a step forward, she's outraged a key component, making out-of-state disciplinary records public, won't fully kick in until fall 2025. The serious issues that were uncovered in your original investigative reporting made it very, very, very clear 
that patients were at risk. And Texas patients will suffer while the Texas Medical Board is taking its sweet time implementing the new law. The Medical Board is now starting a months long process of hiring and training five full-time employees. At a combined salary of more than a quarter million dollars a year, they'll be tasked with reviewing reports from the National Practitioner Data Bank and keeping online physician profiles up to date, ensuring out-of-state disciplinary actions are made public within 10 business days. The increased physician monitoring, known as a continuous query, will cost more than $600,000 a year. Those costs are covered by an $11 fee physicians will pay every two years, collected on a rolling basis when new doctors apply for a medical license or existing ones renew. The board says it will take two years to enroll more than 122,000 physicians, telling us in a statement it is not concerned by that delay, saying this was the funding provision approved by the legislature. The timeline is what is feasible under the method to fund the program using licensing fees. The board is eager to have the new National Practitioner Data Bank continuous query up and running as we believe it will be of great benefit to our licensure and enforcement programs. This legislation has been a long time in coming and my hope as a patient myself is that this is the beginning of meaningful and significant change. It's unclear how patients will know if a physician profile is up to date. The board says it proactively started updating them last year when we launched our investigation. The board says existing staff will temporarily help until new hires are made. In the meantime, they will rely on alerts from the nonprofit Federation of State Medical Boards. Matt Grant, KXAN Investigates. Matt, thank you. So under this new law, doctors who had their medical licenses suspended or revoked in other states are no longer eligible to practice right here in the state of Texas. It also now is a class A misdemeanor to lie on license applications and all physicians must undergo a criminal background check and fingerprinting with the Department of Public Safety. I wanted to show you a close call for this neighborhood off of Vieta Avenida in Southeast Austin. This is near Montopolis and 183. For those of you listening on the podcast, it's about an Austin Fire Department saying there was a fire, a brush fire that quickly crept up close to a wooden fence separating a group of homes. The department says quick action by firefighters helped keep those flames away from the homes. Many cities across the country are still struggling to provide housing for asylum seekers. In New York, there is a growing concern about overcrowding in schools there with an influx of new students expected this week. Under New York state law, all kids between the ages of 5 and 21 are guaranteed a public education regardless of immigration status. Nearly 19,000 students in temporary housing have enrolled in city schools, many of them migrants. Meantime, another bus carrying migrants from Texas arrived in Los Angeles the 12th time this year. More than 40 asylum seekers, including children, arrived at a church Monday. The migrants coming from several South and Central American companies, as well as Mexico and Russia. Texas Governor Greg Abbott sending migrant buses to several Democratic-led cities. Last week, the L.A. City Council passed two motions against Abbott and Texas. This was over the busing. Abbott's office has countered the migrants who traveled to L.A. did so voluntarily. SpaceX is preparing for a potential launch from South Texas in the next few days. The ship is on the Boca Chica launch pad. Officials say the launch window is September 8th through the 13th, somewhere in that time. After takeoff, the ship is scheduled to crash into the ocean near the Hawaiian Islands. This is really a test of uh, many things. Uh, 
you know, wh whichever way it goes, it's all science. So this is all in the uh, process of learning. Uh, there's always uh, new things that are learned with every one of these launches. Yeah, but no official word yet from the Federal Aviation Administration about whether it will approve that launch. Officials say the first time the heavy booster was launched, FAA approval came just hours before it was scheduled. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. Interesting quarterback battle on Saturday at Alabama. A couple of Texas high school products that both committed and decommitted to Texas. Jalen Milrow decommitted and he went to Alabama. Quinn Ewers, of course, Ohio State, then Texas. Milrow recruited by Steve Sarkeesian at Bama, so he certainly understands what he's up against. And we saw it on Saturday in that start against Middle Tennessee. Two years behind Bryce Young, a pretty good mentor. Now they give him the keys to the Bama offensive car. Dynamic arm. Uh, he can make every throw in the book. It, off platform, on the run, doesn't matter. He's a, a tremendous runner. He's an elite runner with the ball in his hand, uh, with his speed and his physicality. Uh, and he's highly competitive. He's a really good leader. And the thing probably that concerns me the most about that is they're very balanced. But the quarterback run, uh, and no one, they're going to run the quarterback. It's, it's not a secret. What they did in week one is, is you know, we're going to get something different, and that's okay. Um, but, but, you know, making sure that we are accounting for number four and all of the quarterback run games is going to be a real key to the drill. Vince Young. Vince Young is someone I did watch um, as far as his highlights, and then my family loved Vince Young. Um, so growing up, I was a Vince Young fan. He was my first jersey that I bought. And uh, yeah, I love Vince Young. Maybe wasn't allowed to stay up that late that night that Vince Young led Texas to the national title some 18 years ago. High school football tomorrow night will be out at Gupton Stadium in the Lander ISD as Cedar Park plays host to Round Rock that's 7 o'clock over on KBVO. Back to you. Not believe that was 18 years ago. Thank you, Roger. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Here's what else we're tracking for you in the 5 a.m. hour of KXAN Today. When we could see a jury start deliberating when it comes to the 6th Street mass shooting trial. Thanks for joining KXAN News Today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.